Welcome to another episode of the Loving Life After Loss podcast. I am your host, Marie Alessi. Beautiful people, Marie Alessi here. I was so looking forward to doing this live this morning because there is one sentence that I, um, I hear a lot in our movement. I heard it at our last retreat. I heard it in other grief-related groups. And that is something along the lines of, he left me, or I'm still angry at my husband for leaving me. And with all due respect, here is my absolute favorite reframe that I use for this scenario. And usually I ask the person, are you okay for me to offer you a reframe? And since you can't really respond right now, I just trust that if you are okay, you continue watching. And my reframe to that is super simple. If I am talking to a widow here, then I can certainly say your husband didn't leave you, he died. So the outcome is the exact same. He's not physically present for you anymore in your life, but he didn't leave you, he died. The intention is what's different here. The intention is really vastly different to somebody leaving you or somebody dying. I understand that we often use language like that because this is what we have learned. Our society has taught us a language around grief that is not very helpful. It is not helping us heal. It is actually putting us into a victimhood mindset. And widowhood and victimhood are very often closely related by our society. Yet for me personally, it couldn't be further from the truth. I have learned to use different language. I have learned to look at my, at our life differently because otherwise there wouldn't be a lot of purpose. There wouldn't be a lot of joy. There would be a lot of pain. And naturally, when somebody dies who's so close to our heart, who we love so dearly, there is pain involved anyway. We don't need to add on to that pain. We don't need to uh, add layers to that pain and we don't certainly don't need to stay stuck in that pain. Life is there for the living. And I can tell you one thing, if you are still around, there is a good reason for it. So for me, my focus is on what do we have in our lives that reminds me of Rob? What have we created together apart from our two gorgeous boys who are a constant reminder of his cheekiness, of his presence, of his beauty inside and out? So for me, I have learned to really focus on the things that I want to create in our lives and that I want to continue from what we have created together in our lives. I have never used the words, Rob left me. I, when I hear another widow talk about her husband, my husband left me, <clears throat> I always ask her, is it okay to offer you a reframe for that? He didn't leave you, he died. And I wanna say that again, the outcome of him not being in your life anymore physically is the same. The intention is different. I also sent a newsletter out this morning uh, that talks about grief language and how we need to learn to word things differently. 
So I want to share another reframe with you. I've, I've actually got three reframes in this video. The first one is, he didn't leave you, he died, he passed over, he passed away, whatever wording suits you. You know, just sit with that, whatever feels right for you. I usually say my husband passed away or my husband passed over. Um, yet for, for the absolute comparison of it, I purposely use the word he died today because it is a very matter of fact statement. So this was the first reframe. The second reframe that I want to offer you that I shared in my newsletter this morning was people often use this sentence, there'll always be a hole in my heart. And I find that actually quite shocking to use language like that. When I think of Rob, when I talk about my late husband, I usually use words like, there'll always be a place in my heart for Rob. Can you feel the difference? Can you feel how much lighter it is when we talk about a place in our heart, a space in our heart, rather than a hole in our heart? I love holding on to the beautiful memories that we have created together. And there would be no, you know, when you really think about it, if there was a hole in my heart, first of all, I would not be surviving. And secondly, all the memories would just be falling through. So in my visualization, I see a beautiful heart holding memories, holding on to memories that we have created together to the beautiful essence of my late husband. And I love keeping him here in my heart. And there'll always be a place in my heart for Rob. That's just, you know, the way that I like to look at it and the way I like to talk about it. And the third and final reframe I would love to offer you for today, because it's my absolute favorite one letter reframe, is when you think about something that you need to do, people often say, well, I've got to. Uh, a very common one would be moms who are grieving to say, well, I got to for my kids. I got to, I got to, I got to, I have to, I need to, I should. That language is so heavy. So my absolute favorite one letter reframe that I will finish off with today is change your wording from I got to, to I get to. Once you change from I got to, which feels heavy, which feels like a must, I have to, I need to, and you change it to I get to, there's opportunity, there is gifts, and I often talk about the hidden gifts and adversity. There are so many gifts. And for me, when I think about, I get to look after my boys, it feels like a gift. It feels like a present that life has offered me. And I love playing with words like that because it is important what language we use in particular when we deal with grief. Grief naturally brings some heaviness into your life. So why not choose things? Why not choose words? Why not choose a mindset that lightens up your life? Because that is the best way to healing. I am more than happy to take you by the hand and show you how you can apply that to your specific circumstances. Because often I hear that people are watching my videos and then they sit and go like, yeah, that seems great, Marie. And it's easy for you to say because you have healed or you are on the other side of that. You are in that light space, in that space of joy and love and happiness and healing. But how can I apply that to me? 
my life is different, my circumstances are different, my life is heavier, I don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to show you how you can apply this to your life, to your very unique situation right now, instantly. All I need is 10, 15 minutes with you on the phone. I'm actually going to share a link in the comments below where you can book a chat with me. I'm looking forward to getting to know you. I'm sending you so much love and think about the life that you get to spend today. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you would like to find out more about loving life after loss, please visit marialessie.com. I shall see you next week. Bye.